Hi everyone, Randy Dietrich, and my mission is to add value to others. I believe in the power of the human spirit. My goal is to encourage you to pursue all your dreams with all your imagination. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's talk, please share with a friend. Add value to the world. Today's talk is all about that ugly word called gossip. Oh man, guys, this is a juicy one. Here we go. So let me ask you a couple of questions before we even get started here. What's more important in business? Is it the strategy of the business or is it the culture of the business? I'm sure you know the answer to that. But you know, most people, most businesses, most meetings, it's all about strategy. Most meetings are about the how, the, the, the what, the where, the when. That's what they're about. But imagine if you were to sit through a five-hour meeting and develop all kinds of plans and strategies just to learn that the people don't work well together. Well, that's the culture. Here's a fact. Culture eats strategy for breakfast every morning, period. That's the way it works. Whether it's family or business, culture trumps it all. You can have all the plans in the world you want, but if the people cannot work together in a positive way, no plan is going to happen. Organizations that are going to thrive in today's world, they're going to place culture at the top of the priority list. Because when it comes to culture, leaders and managers get what they tolerate, period. If you are a leader or you are a manager, you are getting exactly what you are tolerating at work, period. It's the way it works. Culture is simple. Culture is a shared way of doing something with a passion. What's the one thing that can poison healthy culture? Gossip. It's so deadly. Gossip will destroy any culture. It destroys it the same way that sarcasm does. It's the same way of talking bad about people. This stuff is deadly, guys. At Blue Ridge, man, I hire people based upon ethics, morals, their attitude, and I only hire people that are positive, upbeat, they can think on their own, and they enjoy serving other people. They know that it's better to, to give than receive. They, they, they know this. Their mama taught them well. But yes, there, I'm sorry, there is, there is a but here. I know, there's a but. Sometimes I end up with people that surprise me. And it's not in a good way. I know, <laughs> I'm shocked too, guys. I, I mean, sometimes I learn that someone might be talking bad about someone else. I'm like, oh my God, no, say it's not true. This is happening at Blue Ridge. This is why I wrote this talk because if it's happening at Blue Ridge, it's probably happening everywhere. I thought, oh my God, I can't believe it. I'm shocked. I know you are too. In fact, this just happened about a week ago. Couple people. I learned that they're talking bad about other people. I'm like, oh my, no, are you serious? They're complaining about something about them. And they're not even going to the person that they're complaining about. They're going about it all wrong. They don't realize that like the lowest level people talk about other people behind their back. Darn it. I can't believe it. I don't want this ever to be happening. I don't want anyone to ever use sarcasm or gossip to try to cause a change because that doesn't do anything good. Anyone doing this does not have the best interest of others or themselves even. You see, little minds talk about other people. Big minds talk about ideas. And the people in the middle, they talk about things. Always remember that the words you say, it speaks to the condition of your heart. That's the words. Every word that's coming out of your mouth is speaking to the condition of your heart. So if you're gossiping and talking negative about someone, go look in the mirror. It's not the other person you're talking about. If you're complaining about someone and talking bad, my God, 
Look in that mirror. John Maxwell has a great analogy. He calls it the problem with Bob. He says, Bob's got a problem with Susie. Bob's got a problem with Amy. Bob's got a problem with John. Barb's got, John's got a problem with everyone. But guess what? Bob's the problem. <laughs> Isn't it true? He's the common denominator. Have you ever met a happy person that gossips or that's sarcastic? I haven't. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> I'm looking. I've never seen it. The gossiper does not have confidence, by the way. That's why they gossip. They, they don't have the ability. They don't have the confidence to take it to the right person. They don't have it in them. They should take it to the person that can solve their problems. So if someone has a challenge with someone, go speak to the person you have the challenge with, with a kind, open-hearted heart and be open to them because you don't know what they just lived through. And if you can't do that, go to the manager, go to the boss. The gossiper is far worse off than the person they're gossiping about. Here's some facts. Gossip projects insecurity. We know that. Gossip makes you very unsafe to be around. And you're going to be alone in the end. Because when you gossip to someone, you will gossip about that person. Always know this. Gossip projects immature emotional. They're very immature. It's well understood that the gossiper does not like their life. That's why they complain about other lives. Anyone that gossips fails to know that character always reveals in the end. This is the way life works. Character will always reveal itself. Don't worry about it. Just don't gossip. Here's the rule. If you have a problem with someone, go to that person. Don't talk about them behind their back. If you feel like you can't go to them, go to the manager, go to the leader. Just don't gossip. I have people in my life that I have confidence in. They keep it real. One of the biggest challenges you have as a leader is what is true and where is the truth. So you must surround yourself with people that will tell you the truth. They have the confidence to say it the way it is. Because I'm the leader of the company, it's hard to see the truth sometimes. Because believe me, wherever I go, everything's perfect. It's wonderful. I walk through a room, everyone's smiley and happy. But there could be some ugly things hiding. So I got people in my life like Connor, like my wife, like Teresa, like Sally. These people tell me the truth no matter how ugly it is. If you are a leader, know that your biggest challenge in life is what is true and where is the truth. Because imagine acting upon something that's not even true. In the end, life is simple. Healthy minds and healthy people, they don't speak ill of other people. Isn't it just that simple? If you're a healthy person, you don't speak bad about other people. So how can we destroy this negative stuff? How do you do it? You expose it like I am right now. God, if you got gossip and sarcasm at work, just expose it. Just start talking about it. It'll go away. I promise you. It does. People want to be good and people want to get better. I believe that. I think when people gossip, they don't really mean to gossip. They just get caught up in the moment. And remember, if someone's saying something negative about you that's hurtful about you, we'll just know that people can only give what they got inside of them. If they're giving you ugliness, just know that they're going to be okay. They'll get better one day. Because people speak the words of the condition of their heart, not yours. You don't have to attend to every argument you're invited to, by the way. And gossip, gossip will always die when it enters the ears of the wise. Period. Give me some pushback. What do you got? Oh, I mean, I'm, I am with you. The last quote that you said there. 
Um, oh, man, right? The last thing you said yeah. there. Gossip always dies when it enters the ears of the wise. Isn't that true? It's it, it, it's so crazy because, like, throughout that whole thing, like, every time you talk, I try to write down as much as I can, like, what I take from it, right? And I, I don't mean to make, like, light of the situation, but, like, the one thing that, like, popped into my head, it was, like, if gossip was food, there'd be a lot of people overweight. <laughs> That's like, pretty good. You know what I mean? Oh like, we God. just live in such a world where, like, people are so quick to believe bad things to hear about great people. Mm-hmm. And like, it's my only question is like, why? Like, because it it's, it's juicy. It's fun. One of the, one of the easiest ways to get a quick burst of like a enthusiasm and excitement is to, is to kind of compare yourself to someone that you perceive is not as good as you. And then you've picked yourself up on a pedestal. So yeah, but be, like, but where does that pedal, right? Like, well, it's eventually all, it's the truth fake. comes out. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a fake, fake pedestal because yeah, the truth fake. comes out it reveals itself. Right. And it's like, once that happens, then. I feel like it's catastrophic. Like yeah. you're just plummeting. I know. Gossip is kind of like kind of like eating candy. It, it, in the moment, it's kind of juicy and it feels good to do it. And you're like, you're into the conversation. It's very like, I don't know. It's a very, it's entertaining. I mean, this is, think about the soap operas and all, you know, all this stuff that goes on. Like that, that's all just gossip, basically. It's, it's who's, who's seeing what, who's doing what, you know what I mean? And that's why this stuff was so popular because you can get wrapped up in it and it entertains your mind. Gossip entertains your mind. But it's all synthetic. It's all fake. And it ultimately destroys the reservoir that it's in, your mind. It's drama. Right. It's not needed drama. It's almost like I feel a lot of the problems in the world would disappear if people chose to just like talk to each other instead of about each other. Yep. So exactly. So let's go back to the Remember that thing with uh, we had with the uh, the display for the mm-hmm. right display for the soldiers, for the soldiers. soldiers. Yep. So that that could turn into gossip. Imagine, right? You can talk gossip about people you don't even know. Yeah, right. Right? So someone could go, I can't believe they did that. I know people are so ugly. Don't even go there because all of a sudden you, you, you've you created this negative world around you and you're talking bad about someone else. Just go, their mama never taught them well. They're going to be okay. One day they'll realize. It's kind of that's hard it. though, right? Like It is. I'm with you. It's hard not to be frustrated. But the whole key to life is to not let, let anything negative in the outside get on the inside. That is it. It can boil down to that. I always say, stay the eight-year-old. Stay as enthusiastic and exciting and uplifting and positive as an eight-year-old. Those kids are running around like a wild, wild people. That's the key. And I think that we as adults, we slowly put weights in our bodies because something negative happens and I internalize it. Bloop, drop down. There's a weight in the bottom of my foot. And then next, next time happens, bloop, there's another piece of weight. This is why people walk around and go, I feel so heavy. Well, you are. You've been taking all the negative stuff on the outside, put on the inside, and it's weighed you down to the point where you can barely walk anymore. Wow, that kind of hit hard. There's truth to this. Not stuff, a bad right? way. No, I know. Like, but I mean, wow. It's so many people internalize negative things. They basically see something ugly. Are they or, meaning to though? I don't mean to cut you off, but like, you know what I mean? Like sometimes like, like for, for a perfect example here, and, I, and I'll even use me as the example, right? Like that whole fallen soldiers thing. And like what's going on in the world today. And I know it's so negative. There's something inside of me as a person that's like, dude, you have to stand up for it. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know where it comes from, but it's the more and more I hear people talking. And maybe it's because I hear people talking like so freely about it. And like what they're saying about it is really like disrespectful. Like, I don't know. There's just something Mm -hmm. about it to where it's like, I see people talking about it. And I instantly want to jump down to be like, you don't know what you're talking about. Keep your mouth shut. You don't know what's going on. You don't. Could, could you, they say the same thing to you? I don't know. I've lived uh, not this, but 
based on past experience. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So when you see mm -hmm. it, it's like, you don't know what you're talking about. Who are you to voice an opinion about something you have no idea? Mm -hmm. So, and that's where it comes from. Like, it's just like, mm -hmm. I, you need to keep your, like, who are you to, who do you think you are to voice your opinion? Mm -hmm. And then your opinion doesn't add any sort of value. It's just this derogatory so, statement being made. It's like, you need to just, mm -hmm. you need to be told to shut up, you know? So here, here's another approach to this, another approach. Can you change anybody besides yourself? No. The answer is no, right? We I all know that. hope to, for the positive right. way, maybe, but maybe you, can have, you can have an impact. You have an influence, yeah. but no one can change you, but you, you have, you'll only, you can change you. So if someone's saying some stuff to me, that's just like, I totally disagree with. And I wanted to react in a negative way to them and kind of fight with them. I'm better off saying, I know you're doing the best you can. Hmm. I know you're doing the best you can with what you got in life. I feel like that would spark an argument. It might. Right. But at least it's a positive conversation now. At least we're not yelling at each other. They go, what do you mean I'm doing the best I can? Well, I totally disagree with your point of view, but you got that point of view based upon your life experiences and what you've lived through and you're doing the very best you can. So am I. Wow. I mean, there, there's the beginning, there, there's the start of something healthy. But to basically to have one person saying, this is my position, this is my position, and I'm going to be basically screaming back and forth at you, it, we're not going anywhere. Because you're never going to change them, they're never going to change you. Just as, as, as powerful of a mindset you have that you are so wrong, they have the same mindset of you. Hmm. And just like you know, they would never, ever be able to change your mindset, they know that too. Yeah, it It's so messed to. up. But So the best thing to say is, I know you're doing the best you can. If we assume I'm going to try that, <laughs> Do it. I could see like, <laughs> they, it just like, what would they say? They'd be like, Oh my God, what would that guy just do to me? Yeah. Because they would have to reflect and go, Oh my God. I'm, he just said, I'm doing the best I can there. You're now causing them to reflect. The best thing to be in this world is a mirror. Let people see themselves through you and they'll never be able to see themselves through you. If you're screaming at them, you have to be able to say, I know you're doing the very best you can. It's all good. I may not be able to see your perspective, but I can empathize with you. I don't know what you've lived through. I don't know what, where you got this perspective from, but it came from somewhere. Mm -hmm. But my gosh, you're doing the best you can with the tools you got. Yeah, empathy. That's a word I feel like I hate. Really? I, I just, <laughs> it, because it be I, know, I know why it needs to happen and you do empathize. I empathize mm -hmm. a lot with a lot of people, but it's still sometimes it's like, man, some people. <sighs> if there's ever times where I'm cleaning up garbage in the parking lot at the winery, God, I have empathy. I feel bad for those people. Anyone that would leave trash out in the parking lot, I truly, as I'm cleaning up, I think to myself, if they only knew that the next morning I would be out here cleaning up their garbage, they'd be so embarrassed or maybe not, but they're doing the best they can with what they got. That's all, that's all they know. They don't know it. They don't know to do any better. They'll be okay. They'll grow up one day or maybe they won't. Yeah, but, but you don't think somebody needs to get like woken up? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and, and I hate to retract back to that whole I'm this fallen soldier things. Cause it's like, yo, like if I need to be the guy to wake you up and make you have a perspective on life for you to understand like what you're doing and the way that you're visualizing this whole situation is completely backwards. I'll be, I have no issues being that person. But then it goes to the quote that you ended with, with the, um, like it's a weight and it's like, you seem heavy. It's like, yeah, like mm -hmm. it's almost like got the weight of the world on your shoulders. Mm -hmm. So then it's mm -hmm. like, well, is this the fight you want to have? Mm -hmm. Is this the battle on the road you want to go down? Or do you just, you know, push your chest up, keep pushing forward and let people do that. And then it's almost like in a weird way, 
letting evil win. And I'm not, I'm against it. You know what I mean? Like I can't, something like that just doesn't sit right. And maybe it's my perspective on the whole situation, right? Like, and and I'm first to admit it, maybe it's a perspective thing where I'm in a mental place where this is where my thought process is with it. You can't convince me out of it right now because of it. I might think differently about it in two to three years, right? But like, how do you see the positive in a situation like that where there's nothing positive in it? That's so, the like, goal. Like, like, like an example of someone leaving trash in a parking lot or like, so, okay. So people, everyone is the same in their words. Are you with me on that? Mm -hmm. No one would say, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much of a loser. I, I don't, I don't clean up after myself. I don't follow through. I lie to people. I scheme, I plan. I do that. No one's going to say that. At least I haven't met anyone that does that. They're always going to say, no, I'm, I'm honest. You can count on me. I'll follow through. So if everybody's the same in their words, the only thing that differentiates people is what they do. So what difference does it make if I'm angry at someone and I'm yelling at them? Everyone, everyone's the same in their words. It's what I do that matters. So my actions will reflect so much more. So that's why I will clean up their trash. Or do, I would say, I know you're doing the best you can. I've used that on people already. I, I, I have. I've, I've, I had at times where, like with our point of sale system, I'm struggling with them so hard at times. And I've already said to the person on the phone, I go, you know, I know you're doing the best you can. Silence. Because he's used to being yelled at. He's used to being screamed at. Like, your system is garbage. It doesn't work. You know, and just all this ugly stuff. And then being hung up on. And now he's got a guy going, I know you're doing the best you can. You know what? That guy, that guy, instantly, I gave him a good name to live up to. Right? And that guy, I can tell you, the next day he calls me back. He goes, okay, I have solved your problem. If I didn't do that, he wouldn't have solved it. When's the last time that someone was screaming and yelling at you and it motivated you? Yeah, wow. It doesn't. Yeah. So the point is, if you come up against someone and they're they're just the most opposite person that you are and you disagree with every single thing that they stand for, I would just recommend saying, I know you're doing the best you can. And so am I. One day we may see eye to eye, but not today. I've had paradigm shifts, perspective changes. And all of a sudden I go, I was so wrong. You know, I've had it with my little boy, Joseph already. Yeah. I love that little man. Yeah. I mean, little boy, Joseph, 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 when he was younger, he cried a lot. He cried every day, all day. Oh my gosh. And I never understood why. I'm like, why is this little boy crying all the time? Like, like it's just, you, you can't, it's hard, you know, like uh, you, you work at the winery all day, you come home to a crying baby that never stops crying. Even in his sleep, he'd wake up crying. I'm not kidding. Middle of the night, wake up crying middle of the night. Then I, then I listened to a book called What Happened to You? Oprah wrote it with a doctor. In that book, she built an argument that the things that happen to you are so impactful on your life. And the conversation needs to go from what's wrong with you to what happened to you. And she, she's talking about studies that show that little babies in a womb of what's happening in the outside world is having an impact on them who they are later in life. In the womb. I can tell you, my, my little boy, Tiff had had surgery while she was pregnant. Six months pregnant, eight months pregnant with Joseph, huge belly. She had to get her belly cut open to have a giant cyst removed bigger than the baby. Wow. She, Tiff has a giant cut up her stomach from this, from this surgery. Guess who else lived through that? Yeah, Joseph. Never thought of it that, right? And guess, who, guess when Joseph was born, he broke his arm. Imagine coming into this world where you've already been through surgery and you broke your arm. That little boy, that little boy can cry. It's okay. I was wrong. I should never have been frustrated with him because Joseph was doing the best he could with what he had. He was doing the best he can.
And that's it. If I can have this paradigm shift with my little boy, we can have it with people in the world. It's an interesting, it's a, just an interesting perspective. It's just a change. You're right. That whole paradigm shift com, uh, talk that you have too with the subway, like it always hits, mm-hmm. it just hits hard. It does, right? The it idea does. of like, why are they yelling? Why are they yelling? Why are they yelling? Oh, sorry. Like, mm-hmm. this is what happens. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. whoa. You know what I mean? Because you're not, sometimes we get wrapped up in our own, I don't mm-hmm. know, our own world, our own self-interest that we yeah. shut out the rest of everybody else and right. act like they don't have their own issues. You know, um, you ever read Brene Brown's books? I've talked, yeah, we've talked about Brene Brown. Diana, yeah, yeah, I have about to it. start reading her oh, stuff. You love it. She, I mean, if you haven't studied Brene Brown, Brene Brown has got it going on. Works at the University of Texas, psychologist, professor, writer, speaker. She's a storyteller. Yeah, Brene, I know, right? I, yeah, I've listened to something like with her. Yeah, and Brene Brown, she says... Contempt is deadly. And we all know this. Contempt will destroy a business. Contempt will destroy a family. Contempt basically means I'm better than you and I'm going to talk down to you. So when we're having a conversation with someone that we think we know more than them, I'm going to talk down to you because I know more than you do. You are wrong. That's contempt. She says, ask yourself this question about the world. Are people doing the best they can? If you answer no, I'm sorry, you're in contempt. Because you must think that you're better than everyone else. Because no, you're not doing the best you can. You could do better. And let me show you how. I'm in contempt because I must be better than you. That's no position, to, no position to be successful in life at. It just won't work. It's just the way it works. Have you ever had a boss that thought they're better than you? How oh, did my it, gosh. How did it go? Yeah. <laughs> it never works. If you're in court and they go, you're in contempt, you're not showing the court enough, enough uh, um, respect, right? You're in contempt. You need to speak respectfully to the court. If imagine a marriage where I, I talked down to Tiff, I said things like, man, you're so stupid. You're so dumb. That would never last because it's contempt. I'm better than you. I'm going to call you a name. Never works. No relationship, no business can ever survive in contempt. And the beginning, the question to ask yourself is, are people doing the best they can? The happiest people in the world always answer yes. Period. She has proven it with studies because they're not in contempt. But that's such a hard, oh God. It's messed up. I know it's right? messed up. Because like in today's day and age, are people doing the best they can? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and that's where it's like, I so imagine I want to say yes yeah. so bad. And it's like, I so, don't think uh, people wow. are. Imagine, imagine someone that's forced to raise up, to be raised in a household where the mom and dad are completely absent. They've outsourced parenting to multiple babysitters. Now there's no connection going on. And they're, they always have a phone in their hand and the phone is constantly feeding them all this social media stuff that has no value. It's all superficial. Imagine what that person, the challenges that person is going to have. They have no connection. They have no strong parenting. They don't even know right from wrong because the world wants it all to be relative. And they're constantly being fed everything that the media wants to feed them. Of course, they're going to have struggles. They're doing the best they can because they got fed a they got they they got they got a bad hand. They got dealt the wrong hand. Yeah, I mean it's. This is why I always encourage everyone, guys, sit down and think: What am I going to be in this life? Set goals, set a mission statement for your life. Because if you're living life without a mission statement, you're going nowhere. Imagine trying to hit a target that you don't even have in life. You're not going to hit anything. And most people, Zig Ziglar calls them, they're wondering generalities. We need to become a meaningful specific. This is exactly who I am and what I stand for. There's a book called Keep It Piffy, right? Can, can you say what you stand for and can you say it to the world and can you, can you, can you argue it? Say, this is what I stand for and this is why I stand for it. 
Most people aren't even willing to put it out there. They're too scared because they don't know themselves. It's that ancient Chinese saying, know yourself. You can never improve on something you don't understand. So the, the beginning of everything is knowing yourself. The beginning of happiness is personal accountability because if you're not happy, if you're not responsible for your happiness, who the heck is? Life is so simple. It's so simple that I, it, I go, oh my God, the whole key is to stay the eight-year-old, never let negativity go on the inside, stay humble, stay kind, stay grateful, stay way out of contempt, and your life will be so brilliant. It'll be so exciting. It'll be fireworks all the time. It's just the way it works. Mm. I don't know. Any argument? Push back, Rob. Son of a gun. Push harder. What do you got? No, no, because it's it, it's because I agree with the whole idea, right? I think it's just, I'm, I just, I keep having the realization of like, because I'm learning, I'm adapting. I'm 28 years old, like not the way I was raised, but just like the the events and the experiences that I've lived through cause me to react to certain scenarios like in the way that I, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. just in, so like that idea of contempt, like that idea, that's why I asked the question, like, do I believe people are doing the best they can? Do I believe, let me rephrase it then. Do I believe people in positions of authority and power are doing the best that they can? It's hard for me to say yes when I truly don't believe it. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and I get the idea of like, we don't know what other, we don't know what people are struggling with. hundred percent. Like I, I get it. Like who am I to sit back and un try to understand that person's, their life, what they've gone through, their job, their career. Cause like, you're right. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But in the general spectrum and like from the base understanding and a base level, like generically speaking, when that question gets brought up, like, do I think people are doing the best that they can? I like to believe that most people are, right? Mm -hmm. Like I, 100%, you're doing the best you can. I believe my family's doing the best they can, especially with what's going on. So here, let me invert this real quick. I'm actually not doing the best I can. Really? I can be better. We all can. Mm. That's so messed up. Once it, once it becomes personal and you're talking about yourself, I would invert that and say, me, Randy Dietrich, I am not doing the best I can. I can do a lot better than I am. It's just the truth. And it's true for all of us. But how though? How would you do better than you are? Like, how can you do better? You know what I mean? Like, when does that come? When do you find that answer? Like, mm -hmm. like what, I mean, I don't know if you want to jump into it quick. Like what right now, Randy Dietrich isn't performing or doing the best that he can. Right. What do you need to do to get back on track or get back to that level? I can manage my time better. Okay. I can manage my relationships better. I can manage, I can learn to speak better. I can learn to think faster, better, quicker on every level. If, if you ever think in life, you've arrived and I'm doing the best, the very best that I can, your life is over. There is no ending point. If you once you've arrived, that's the beginning of the end for everyone. But yet when you project it to others, you must assume they are doing the best they can at this moment in their life. You may be way ahead of them. They may be, they may be catching up to you, but are you doing the very best that you can? No, we could always do a little bit better. I could, I could have gotten up a little bit early this morning. I could have blown off the deck a little bit better last night. I could have, um, uh, spent more time at the winery more effectively yesterday. I could have spent more time with my kids last night. I could have, I could have had a deeper conversation with Tiff yesterday. I could, there's lots of things, uh -huh. but, but, but I don't know you to the way you know you. So I must assume that you're doing the best you can. I see. Now it makes sense. Okay. I it, see what right? you mean. Yeah. So when we look at ourselves, I would be, I would have the, the approach of, I could always be better than the person I am today. If you think that, well, I'm the best, you're in, you're in contempt again. You know what I mean? <laughs> My gosh. I would like to think that I, I would love to one day be like John Maxwell. 
like Zig Ziglar. I mean, these, my gosh, I look up to John Maxwell like you never could imagine. I love that guy. Just from like a uplifting motivational standpoint. No, like everything he is. I mean, John Maxwell, he said this thing the other day that, that I mean, he said to me, he said to everyone, but he, he goes, he goes, confidence, really confidence sells. I'm like, what do you mean confidence sells? And, and he goes, I can look right in someone's eye and say, I know exactly how to make you more successful. I know exactly what to do to cause you success in your life. And I'm absolutely confident that I can do it. And they look at me and they go, I know it's true. Confidence sells. I thought, wow, I never saw it through that perspective. But that guy, John Maxwell, I mean, he's impacted the globe yeah. forever. You know, something, right? Yeah. That was a good one. Good stuff. I dig it. Keep learning, guys. Every day, push forward. Never give up. 100%. And don't be a gossiper. Gossipers go. kind of stink. Exactly. Let's, let's not do let's that. Let's just not do that. <laughs> let's not do that. Thanks, Randy. <laughs> Thanks, man.